a seat to the bar and join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tansen, Jess, and Maggie bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 12.18, Crack Shot where we are covering the novel Blood Rites. My name is Tansen, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. There are over 550 million firearms in worldwide circulation. That's one firearm for every 12 people on the planet. The only question is, how do we arm the other 11? (laughs) Yeah. Chapter 25. Trixie holds Dresden by gunpoint. Harry figures out that Trixie is involved with a curse and they're trying to target Arturo's future wife. Trixie lets Dresden know that they've disabled his counterspell and they just have to wait for the curse to start, which is any minute. What an opening line. Trixie, scrump, genosa, vixen, expialidocious, leaned against the door and said, don't get up, Barry, and don't move your hands. I know, I love that. (laughs) Uh, and you say I have a lot of names. Ugh. Yeah. You do have a lot of names. <laughs> <laughs> but I love four that. business days to listen to. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> and the beautiful part is they all start with M. That's what uh. makes it crazy. <laughs> it sounds like a bunch of mumbling. Her signature is just like on the paper, up and down, squiggling for a while. And you're like, yeah, that's approximately 17 M's. That's my name. Right? All you need. I love how she also calls him Barry. <laughs> well, Larry, where's my latte? Excuse me, yeah. So she's like, don't move. I don't want to shoot you. Well, you know, people don't want to crash the cars, but there's always some idiot on their phone. So maybe put down the phone and don't tell me what to do, Barry. I'm taking orders from you. She's just, oh my gosh. A little high strung. <laughs> right? And so, right, you can tell. You can never tell when it's you, but watching somebody else and you can see just how defensive and everything, right? It's like, oh, because you are incapable of making decisions and controlling your life and other people have to, so you're all like, don't tell me what to do, because people always have to tell me what to do, because I can't function if people aren't telling me what to do. And See, this is the thing. <laughs> Trixie has obviously been taking orders from other people because she's not clever enough to come up with her own lines yeah. and stuff. And when she is in charge of her own person and her own voice, it, she usually sounds like an idiot and does idiotic it, things yeah. and it's not good. Give her credit where it's due, though. The line in here when Harry's like, can I sip some of my coffee? It just got to the right temperature. She's like, no, you never got me my latte. Honestly? (laughs) Right. Good point. I'm with you, girl. (laughs) I was going to say, which is just a beautiful moment that brings that back to that, right? (laughs) Fair enough. Right. The yeah. It's pretty funny. Maybe if you brought that latte, she wouldn't be trying right. to kill you so many times. Right. You shouldn't have just written her off as a pansy or whatever. So come to find out that Trixie's whole master grand plan, a.k.a. from the top, not her, is that she does not want to shoot him because a body is not going to be a good thing. But a delayed Dresden is a great thing. Well, yeah, they've got this whole thing. Like, honestly, this this whole exchange right from the start there of, no, you never got me my latte. <laughs> 
And I said, not only did she not let him drink it, but he's like literally like holding it up too, which, oh my God, is torture. But just everything, he's like, well, what do we do now? And she's like, what do you mean? Well, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're standing there with a gun. Like you get to make demands. And she's like, I don't have to do anything. She's like, in a minute, I'm going to leave. And he's like, you fiend, that's brilliant. No, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so hilarious. But at the same point as he keeps going, it is so fucking brilliant, right? She's like, oh. he talked himself into her master plan. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's whatever, right? It's just like, what ugh. are they going to believe and more? I held a gun on you and did nothing? Or you made sexual advantages against me and I had to defend myself? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, well, mm, you're right. That, that, that never happens on a porn set. Or, or anywhere else, for that matter. Yeah, exactly. Too true. They're going to come and interview and be like, so you hired this random guy off the street with no credentials? Oh, Who's been running someone? around? doing all kinds of things that are you nobody knows where he is half the time and he's just magically busting into showers right <laughs> you know like yeah exactly none of it and yeah so he's like do you so- think they know that that harry's been hired specifically to actually protect and figure out where the curse is coming from or they just think he's like really shitty at his job no i think that they think he's really shitty at his job he's just a pa i, I think, think it's supposed this- to be a nepotism your genosis nephew's friend something so he got you a job here and you're just trying it out it's not out of the realm to think like oh this crazy horrible thing happened and you know cpr just that's not suspicious oh this crazy random horrible thing and you ran off in the middle of the night it's getting a little bit weirder and jake himself has started to be a little bit okay you're really like weird yeah see outside of jake i think everyone is just all right, weirdo, whatever. We got work to do. You got work to do. Yeah. It doesn't I, matter. I feel like 99% of the set, all the people that we don't really hear about, like Marion or whatever, who came to be like, Trixie's freaking out. You know, all those people probably aren't paying them a whole lot of attention, don't really know, or exactly are just like, wow, why does the new hire get away with so much shit? You know, like, what is he even doing? Like, does anybody ever see him? You know, I feel like Trixie and stuff at this point is starting to put it together because they're right. So whether it's much before this point or not, I don't know. But yeah, so I feel like the cup, like say Jake's sort of starting to be a little bit like, this is kind of weird, but okay. Like, especially, you know, like, why are we suddenly doing all this feng shui stuff at the studio? Like, you know, but again, kind of that harmless, but, you know, crazy and harmless or whatever, right? But yeah, I've, I've got to feel like exactly the Trixie and the ones pulling Trixie's strings at this point are like, okay, no, this is more than just some weird PA because exactly I think once all this out, shit you just want. Yeah, exactly, right? That, counterspell is a big hint. Yeah, even if they hadn't picked up on too much before that, that now exactly now they've sort of put the pieces together and they're being like, oh, this is more than just... So there's this moment in the Batman movie, the opening monologue. Which I just to watch that one. So, it's so, so good. And I know you love that one. I know people think the three-hour movie and it took Tanzan <laughs> 15 fucking attempts Days? to get through it. I did get through it, though. She did get through it, but I thought the, the Batman with Robert Pattinson was so, so, so good. And need to remind me next weekend or something when I have three hours. The opening monologue was such a... It is the epitome of all Batman movies and who Batman is supposed to be, and it works very well for other characters, too. And I feel that Harry will eventually... Well, I know, because I've read all the series thus far. (laughs) Spoiler alert! Harry becomes the same sort of idea of this... It doesn't actually matter what I know or where I am. People are afraid that I'm going to show up now. I've got such a reputation reputation. for involving myself in every little thing that people are always... I don't have to be stopping any random mugger on the street. It's enough for them to know that Batman might be standing behind them. And they're second-guessing about fucking around in Gotham. Right. So... 
similarly to that, Harry seems to have this regular trump card every time he's dealing with like voodoo, magic, the shadow man, or Trixie and stuff. And he's like, have you heard of the White Council? Nah. Yeah. Because they exist in the world. And just because you don't know they're there doesn't mean they don't know you're there. Exactly, there. yeah. Because she's all like, I don't have to do nothing. We can just stand here. And yeah, and she's like, mm. oh yeah, because she had the whole cop thing. She's like, yeah, there's there's more than just the cops. She's like, I know that. There's magical cops in the world, okay? Do you know that? Y- yeah. You can't put, you know what? You're just scared <laughs> because I'm threatening you and, and you're just scared, <laughs> you know? So she keeps going back to that. my life would have been simpler. <laughs> right, where, yeah, she again is trying to give herself more power, feels like she's got more, you know, well, I know that you're really actually scared of me. And she starts going off and then again we get, oh yeah, she's still on the phone with someone because they start bitching her up. We get, don't, I know, I wasn't telling him anything. Almost a villain speech. Almost. Almost. And we get the moment here, too, where Harry gives the readers and Trixie more information about the magical lore, about how a ritual is not the same thing as... I have power. I have magic. Mm. No, you don't. You same difference. Button, not a magic vending machine. Yeah. It has power. You've got a coin. You've got an offering. You've got some sort of deal you can make with it. Me, I can come up with my own power. I can yeah. do whatever I want. You're about to get a taste of it. I can't actually zap you from across the room. You can't do it unless you do your whole schmuckety muck. Yeah, exactly. Only Trixie, not so stupid now, is she? She has been running around ruining all of his chalk lines. <laughs> So I ask again, do you think that Bobby wanted to come and apologize on his own, or do you think he was sent by Inari? Or maybe Trixie. Go talk to that guy. Go distract him. I don't want him to hear me lurking in the background here, because his listening is so good. Maybe she was like, go distract that guy it, so I Okay, but it's only shit. when he makes a point of it. He does not always have that super... He has to I say... I know, but that's what I'm saying. You don't want to give him a reason to tip off to start using it. Go distract him by apologizing to him. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't I don't think Trix even has that much subtlety or, or savvy or anything like that. And again, whoever's directing her over the phone doesn't necessarily know exactly what's... You know, she might have been like, oh, Sansa's doing something weird. And they might have been like, oh, go see what he's doing. Go you destroy know. that shit. But yeah, I, I, I mean, you could be right. I don't particularly feel like that's a connection there. Again, I feel like, because again, Inari still doesn't know. Like, like they're still trying to keep her in the dark. Dresden's been the one trying to suggest the most to her. And they're like, ah, you can't say shit to Inari. She has to figure it out and kill somebody accidentally and become a full-fledged vampire before we actually clue her in. Which, again, I understand why the wraiths are too afraid to do it, but you think it'd be a great loophole for them to have Harry be the one to break the news. Like, how can we stop? He's not a wraith. We told him not to do it. He did it anyways. It could be. They shouldn't try so hard to stop him. They should be, oh, yeah, you're already in on the know about vampires. You might as well go say whatever the hell you want. Yeah, but I think, again, that comes down to the whole thing that that Laura's not about. Guilty by association. No. You let Harry tell her what is going on, I'm going to kill you. Well, okay, sorry, that way, yes, partially a little bit. But also, you know, as for Thomas now, Thomas has a vested interest. He doesn't want to scapegoat Harry, right? Lara maybe just doesn't want to get in whatever and, and risk bringing down the ire or whatever. But yeah, Thomas especially is just be like, yeah, sure, dad comes after you, oops, oh well, because now he has a vested interest in wanting to keep Harry safe. So he's like, don't bring attention to yourself. Don't start meddling even more in in our business because then for sure you'll be on the radar right just and, and he even asks because he's trying to figure out like because she keeps going back to the phone and he's like who are you talking to and she's like none of your business and he's like mm, actually it literally is <laughs> like literally i've been hired to find out now so, the cards are on the table <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, she doesn't go for it. Goes for the whole thing. So he tries to threaten her at the White Council that the cops aren't the only authority. And she's like, whatever, it's fine. And she's like, you're just scared and projecting. And he's like, no, 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 for real. Find out that, yes, she's gone and messed up his whole entire thing. So he's like, oh, crap. Yes, that does make a difference. Emma's got kids. That's sad. You can't just go killing her. Well, and that's the thing. She says there's only one left that's pretty enough to be his only interest. So, yeah. So now he knows the curse is coming for Emma. And he's like, this is doubly fucked up. Except Anari lived. So technically, there's not just one left. Do they know Anari lived or died yet? Is it just heard the fact that she's not at work enough proof for them that they succeeded? Yeah, they or... They know that frozen turkey hit something, so they're good to go. <laughs> or the fact that Genosa hasn't dropped everything to rush off and be by his beloved's bedside while she recovers or anything like that. Like, yeah, I do feel... Giselle also lived, and he's not there either. Exactly, so it's not Giselle. So I guess it's not, right? Okay. He's still going about, right? Like, exactly. Like, yeah, if that was his future wife that just got her throat slit open, he would have been all over that stuff. He would be there and be like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's the thing. Is I think that way is assuming how we're eliminating that he has not tipped off anything that he's unduly upset that somebody went after her. So oh, I guess it's not her. Well, we we figure out that really Harry is right, kind of on the right direct direction for the motive because he asks her what she, why she's doing it, and she says, "I'm protecting what's mine, Larry." Well, yeah, exactly. You figure out that she doesn't know who. Since they don't know who exactly he's in love with, they're just going to target any other one around him. That's why it's been so random, woman after woman after woman. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck, you don't know. Which kind of, I mean, makes, like, yes, okay, you're having that revelation, but I'm like, I feel like that's kind of obvious. Obvious. (laughs) Since you've been, you know, like, they're not going after Arturo, and they're suddenly going, There hasn't been 37 hits on Emma that you keep missing. Yeah, maybe confirmation, but it shouldn't be so much of a revelation as it makes it come across as that exactly. It's like, oh, shit, you don't know who it is either. Well, no shit, we don't. (laughs) We're just really covering our tracks. We'll just kill everybody, and then no one will know what the motive was. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is the other thing that pisses so not only is he just pissed off in general because women are dying and it's not cool and it's women because he's like do you think you'll get away with it and she's like i'd like to see them try me for witchcraft and he's like they wouldn't he's like he's like hell's bells trixie emma's got kids she's like so did hitler and he's like no he didn't <laughs> and she's like well whatever and then yeah now he's checking the clock and it's like eleven forty-three. so he's like in four minutes give or take emma would die and then yeah so that's that's where he's at because he's like it's just stupid actually he's like the whole Human race, again, right, biologically hardwired to protect our offspring and our, well, everybody, all wildlife is basically biologically hardwired to protect its offspring, which is why you have so many cute documentaries on baby lions. Thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us keep doing what we're doing. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 26. Dresden disarms Trixie, but not before she gets two shots off shooting herself in the process and the second shot killing Emma, influenced by the Malachio. Dresden flees the scene when he realizes that he looks like the shooter. Joan stops him during his escape, but Harry convinces her to let him leave. As long as she's got him stuck there and he can't do anything, he's got no way to save Emma. She's already messed up his automated circle that was going to channel it all, and now he can't do anything, and he's limited in what he can do because he could also 
just set things off where he's at. A little bit of a rock and a hard place when you have to choose between, well, either me and Emma can both die or just Emma can die. Yeah, exactly. And And when you just went on this whole speech about, I can save everyone. I'm going to save the next person. No one has to die. I'm going to set up this whole spider web around the building and it's all going to go back to them and I'm going to save the day and you can't kill mothers and Car- karmic retribution they're gonna do it to themselves and yeah exactly. and all of a sudden wah, 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 <laughs> you failed and emma's gonna die no matter what and you're gonna fail over this stupid vapid yeah selfish you know so yeah that's that's the other thing he's like the very thought of how savagely the stupid venal selfish harpy might scar on his children maybe you want to call down fire enough to roast trixie vixen and her sculpted ash to ask to ash he starts debating whether or not he can get the gun. And what his odds are. And really, you know, he's like, soldiers and cops have to go through a lot of training to overcome that natural instinct to not kill each other. And even hardened criminals, you know, he's like Billy the Kid, so, you know, blew off a whole revolver and like missed the guy from like three feet. And so he's like, I could maybe potentially have an opportunity. And he's like, but it's also just as likely that odds being what they are as much of a chance as there are for her missing there's also a chance that she'll make like the perfect shot without even trying you know so right being that close you don't have to aim well (laughs) yeah he's running the odds on yeah can is there a chance because yeah again he's like sure i could just let emma die and then start again you know and he's like but we we know that's not really harry harry's not just generally able to sacrifice Uh, the whole point here is to save them not yeah. give yourself more time to figure out who's doing it. Yeah. You're supposed it, to be stopping it. Well, and especially because, yeah, sooner, you know, for all we know, it is Emma, and there won't be anything else to stop after this one. Well, Trixie just said as much. She's like, we've got, there's no yeah. one else worth trying for once this is done. Yeah, yeah, this has got to be it now. Which, again, vaguely interesting now that we stop and think about it, and you're like, you started with his assistant... And his, you know what I mean? I was like, you didn't already think like the sexy porn star since he's already married three of them was maybe, you know, like you didn't go for like Giselle or Emma first. Because, yeah, they were literally like his assistants and stuff. I mean, again, in some ways, depending on your type of job. Well, right. Some people, you know, live and breathe through their assistants and they're with them all the time. But that's why there's that like cliche of the boss with the secretary. There there is. And I get that. But at the same time, the majority of them. You've got three porn star ex-wives. Yeah. And you run up a. porn production you think it would be just as likely that yeah the next porn star would be but whatever anyways whatever whatever method they devised their list and went through it <laughs> they figure this is it these these four people were the prime suspects and or five people two are dead two are injured one to go so yeah so harry decides that he's gonna do something anyway despite you know all of it so he fakes a look towards the door which is enough to distract trixie and he takes the opportunity to rush her Trixie gets off two shots before Harry is able to get the gun away from her. And, and then, so he tosses her on the table before she gives up the fight. <laughs> pretty, pretty well, quick. it's, it's kind of, yeah, because he, he throws his, which I guess is not scalding anymore. It would have been better, I guess, if his coffee hadn't cooled down to the perfect temping, drinking temperature. Because, yeah, he chucks his coffee in her face. But regardless, that's still startling. But he's also noticed, too, that the other reason I think part of why he decides to act right now is that he... The curse feels stronger. Like, he feels like that's coming on with more of it. He's like, I don't know why this one's different. I don't know why this one's got more oomph behind it. But something that he can noticeably tell as well, that there is something different about this one coming down. It's harsher. It's stronger. It's whatever. So, yeah, galvanizes him. He makes the decision, I gotta act. And sort of we're 
works, sort of doesn't. Uh, tries to, yeah, smash her in the head with the phone. She doesn't feel good. But She's just instantly curling up and sobbing and how, don't hurt me, please. I, it's like, <laughs> she you, did shoot herself in the leg. That would kind of suck. <laughs> sure, but what are you expecting? They tell you all the time, don't walk around with a knife if you don't know how to use it because most people are stabbed with their own knives. Don't run with scissors, exactly. Don't, don't keep <laughs> a gun in your house for self-defense because more likely, yeah, exactly, they know how to use it better than you do and... Yeah, I get it's a very Canadian viewpoint, but being around guns is not recommended. <laughs> Don't hang out with them. You'll not, get shot not, in the leg. Not without exactly some kind of training, training. know-how. And we're yeah. going to assume that, that yeah, our, our porn starlet has not spent a lot of time on the, on the shooting range. And the way that she's just waving it around at him to begin with, you know, it's like, first of all, proper footwear, like driving... You shouldn't be trying to do it in high heels. Doesn't give you the best stability. You've got a really big gun. There's probably going to be like some kickback on that, right? So yeah, and exactly that. The second she loses even just the perceived power that she thought she had, she's like, okay, okay, sorry, sorry, no, no, no. and yeah, he's like, holy fuck. This is another one of those funny things because last chapter her her cell phone started cutting out because of the magic going on and getting builder and stronger and yeah. So she doesn't have it again and it just has cut off randomly and I like that everyone on her side of the phone is too is like yeah whatever fuck that bitch who cares. <laughs> well I feel like that's kind of part because he does say like when he says he's like the the cell phones are the caged canaries of the so yeah, people kinda, get it. Yeah 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 but he kind of makes the point that it's probably starting on that end. Which also is like, it's not necessarily that her phone is like, they could have blown their own. But they don't care enough with... to keep in contact with her. They're like, yeah, whatever, you're on your own. We don't give a fuck. Whatever happens to you, what happens to yeah, you. Yeah, but that's what I mean, though. If, if if they sort of blew it out because they're starting to send the spell, they might not have heard all this, but they don't know that it went That's down. what I'm saying, though. So why would they care? Well, I mean, whatever. They're a bunch of vicious killers. They obviously don't care anyways. No. But... You're for me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. She's... Trixie is an expendable part of the plan as far as they are concerned. Yeah, because you can tell she's just so ditzy. Whatever, so she's, no, no, I didn't mean it, I didn't mean it, please. And he's like, I just don't want to let's wring her neck, which I get. Right, he's in a in a state of really enjoying the feeling of hatred I and violence. like, the closest we've come to this is when he put on the wolf's belt and was like, whoa, <laughs> this is some emotional just I, I would like to say yes but I think we've got more so there's we think he does he gets pissed at the shadow man but not bad but right the first time is like when he puts the belt on and then I think we have the pyro fuego because he's pretty pissed then and down that Bianca's rings was pretty insane and, and then trying to escape from Bianca's and he gets pretty pissed again because she tries to take Susan again and he rips the whole fucking house down on her and so yes, but I feel like also exactly like we're seeing these moments where Harry is like, you have pushed me no more, Mr. Nice Guy, good man goes to war, whatever, where there are actually a few moments when there when are his, emotions in me I cannot contain. Yeah, his his rage he, he gets a fine line. Very. Yeah, if he's mad and upset, that's fine, but you push him past to his well, rage level. There is a reason why people are afraid of him. We get that. The White Council yeah, does yeah. not trust him. They think he did to do more. Well, obviously what he did, but they think it was all intentional and not yeah. self-defense, that it was all of offense. Yeah. Harry, yeah, I mean, having somebody walk around with that much raw power and that much attitude and that much know-how to snap Which, if wanted. <laughs> okay, speaking of his attitude, in the last chapter, he mentions that where he's first like, can I drink my coffee or whatever? And she's like, no. And he starts to make some comeback and she's like, don't make me. And he's like, 
you know, when I get scared or stressed, I tend to become a bit of a wise ass. I'm like, really? You know, like only then that's when you become a wise ass, Harry, is just when you're That's my secret. Just I'm when I have stress. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I've been stressed since my dad died when I was four, okay? Six. Help me a break. <laughs> I knew it was coming two years before that. <laughs> Had this feeling. Yeah. But. I woke up one day with a premonition. <laughs> right. Dad's gonna die in two years. Yeah. That's why he could never enjoy Christmas after that. It's like, it's just, ugh. So again, we were on a countdown here, only four minutes until the curse went off. He had to wrestle the gun from her and shove her onto a table, tell her to shut up, feel a little bit of vindictive satisfaction, rushes to the door. Bring it back before he does. And now exactly, he's taken the gun from her and everything. Yeah. And the Malocchio, the way that it works, it happens to kill in the most random of way. Hit by a car while you're jet skiing, frozen turkey from the sky, a random, random bullet, bullet going off in the next room. Because you had to go get your allergy meds. This, yeah. this, this is harsh. It hit me the first time I read this, right? Because you're thinking, okay, he has maybe, finally, there's a chance. And this whole buildup and the, like... Someone on our Discord, Mike, shout out, you asked me to go and read the Felix Castor series. It's interesting enough, but, and because we are a Dresden Files podcast, I now basically relate everything to Harry Dresden. <laughs> but Harry Dresden's emotional capacity versus, for example, Felix Castor's are so far away. Felix Castor goes through the books and he's like, wow, they just died. That sucks for that guy. He doesn't uh, do the whole, like, I don't believe that women and children should be hurt. I believe that every day we should fight for it. He's like, I'm just one. How the hell am I going to save everyone? That's not yeah. on me. And so coming to the Dresden Files and having Harry be he like, he has that professional attachment, distances himself, totally. like a doctor, so you can't you know, take it all in, yeah. And it's Harry. not, you know, 18 books. We've had time to fall right. in love with all of the side characters, too. All of the people that he says. He's like, yeah, it's my best friend. We just want to do everything for him. I'm like, I don't care about that guy. I've met him once. Who gives a shit? And Felix Castor's like, no, this is Penn. This is... I don't even remember their names now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we love them. We want to do everything for them. I was like, I don't care. Who, why? What's important to them? There was no short story before this to make them think <laughs> that they're important to you. All right. It's nothing to me. And whereas the Dresden Files is like, yeah, like Mark Cohen and Murphy and Thomas have been there for like 45 books. I love them so much. We should try and protect them and save their lives. But even to the point of Emma, who we only know in this one book, Harry's very emphatically, I want to save everyone at every possible yeah. opportunity. I right? don't want to, you know, check out of the fairy war because it has nothing to do with me because it will mean everyone on Earth, starting with Chicago, gets blown the fuck up. Well, exactly. And even Tanzan, who has not read them 45 times like you and I, had to take a second and be like, wait, Emma, which one is Emma again, right? Because we haven't seen a lot of her in this book. And yet. It's harsh. It's Very and and. Also coming off of his whole, I actually am going to do it this time. I'm going to save the girl. There won't be another victim. I managed to save Giselle. I managed to save Inari. What's one more? Throw it out. I, I managed to, yeah, go up against Trixie and I, I didn't get shot. All right. You it's know. Kind of Harry's fault. She was going to die anyways if she didn't act. And yet you're the reason she set off the gun. So, yeah, it is and it isn't that indirect. And yes, the whole thing. But exactly. Exactly. You've got that much more... Guilt. She said it. I don't want to shoot. Just, I'm going to stand here, not pull the trigger, and walk away. But that Malocchial curse, it's just was so much stronger this time around. Did Harry have no choice to act because the Malocchial wanted it to act? Did the gun go off without it being triggered? It just went off because the Malocchial is like, well, this and happening? again, this is the thing the Malocchio does take just such these strange twists that 
you know, yeah, I don't think it necessarily... If she hadn't been shot by it, she would have dropped the allergy pills and rolled on them? Yeah. She would have choked on the allergy pills and suffocated? Exactly, yeah. It could have been anything. It just happens to be, because Harry didn't stand still and let it happen, it was the bullet. Yeah, and exactly, and I think it just does take sort of the most... That exactly, it's, it's, it's... Totally. Yeah, may or may not have influenced his decision, but exactly is that once that was in play, then all of a sudden that becomes the yeah. It's and, and again, I think for me I, because we live in Harry's you know emotional shoes and stuff like that too. Again, though, you know, reading this book twenty years ago, I was a young mom with two little girls, and you know what I mean, like all of that too, right? That again, Harry oh, is always in the nick of time. It's always by the seat of his pants, but he always comes through. Yeah, I think and he mentions in that this he's never lost one on his watch before. Kind of a, a deal, yeah. And all the other books we've sort of again, nobody that really. People who deserve like brought it on themselves. Well, yeah, like, okay, a bunch of cops died. Tragic, but also cops put themselves in the way to protect people and stuff like that, right? And yeah, he had some relationships, but again... Lydia didn't come to him and then end up dead. She came to him and he managed to keep her alive. (laughs) Yeah, she managed to go, right? Things like this were exactly... So, yeah... Yeah, there was blood forming in a pool beneath her. A small, neat hole directly into her sternum accompanied the hole in her forehead just over her right eyebrow. Yeah, prescription, but ugh, ugh. Well, and what's interesting is Trixie is, like, surprised by this. Like, <laughs> she's like, it wasn't supposed to happen like that. He says it. So, I mean, Trixie's actually... What did you expect to happen? All the rest of them are dead. Yeah. Well, We're going to be. This is where I give more compliments to Trixie. She's figured it out just as fast as Harry. She's like, I just shot Emma. Yeah. That's on me. Not, oh, the curse. There was Again, a turkey this- from the sky. No one can be blamed for that. She's like, the gun that I brought here shot Emma. That's why Trixie's immediately like, oh, right, right. that's why. That's not, that shouldn't have happened. Now I'm implicit for murder. It should have been like a random door. It should have been choking on the medication. It shouldn't have been something right. that I could be targeted for. Yeah, nothing specifically linked to, again, all hands exactly. off very much. Yeah. So, yeah. So, now she's there. Harry's there. It's her gun. His fingerprints are, like, yeah, they're both in the mix. And again, Trixie's still gonna work this for all she's worth. And She's tra- not that stupid. She, well, not about stuff like, you know, vindictive, malevolent people are not stupid about vindictive, malevolent things. And that is what makes them, you know, like, again, I have so successfully vindictive yeah. and malevolent. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, obviously not on this level, but exactly to, to, you know, deal with things that when somebody is being this this selfish and this illogical, and you can, you have like so many reasonable, logical, and they just won't see it. They just don't see. Self-preservation wins out before anything else, regardless of if there was another That's, better path. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't make me feel bad. I don't want to feel bad. It's all your fault, you know? And it's, it's, so very frustrating. And again, like I said before, we see it all the times in these books where Harry's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And these other people are like, it's not me. There's nothing wrong with me. And I'm like, how do you, how do you counter that? Like, ugh. So yeah, so Trixie gets to just be like, oh no, I'm a female. I'm this very large, domineering male is, oh, I'm small and weak and he's big and strong. And say what you want, but Harry does look scary. <laughs> well, th- this is what I mean though. He's got no joys. Yeah, he's six foot nine. You know, what Duster dresses like a weirdo. (laughs) You know, even Presumably still wearing the belt buckle because he hasn't been home yet. (laughs) I don't know. It was this polo shirt and slacks for this. But exactly, right? Like, just by by sheer dint of of his height and everything like that, he's he's automatically intimidating, especially when you've got, like, a little five-foot-three Trixie or whatever, you know? Who, Who, again, is running around in high heels and lingerie. Harry is not, right? She's got a massive belt buckle with a bear on it, you know? (laughs) So, 
Yeah, doesn't look good again until they sort things out, the first impressions and all that. And so, yeah, Jake, Arturo, Bobby, you've got all these people that just converge on the moment. Yeah. And see him standing there with the gun over the bodies. And even if you don't like Trixie, which obviously none of them do, Trixie's still sort of on their team. Harry's still, they've known for like a day or two days. Trixie... Unfortunately, they have a history with, right? Never before have they seen her running around trying to shoot her other female co-stars out of... Okay, she doesn't want Lara to be there, but she's like, okay, just put her in a mask and don't take my name off the titles, you know, but... Arturo should be able to vouch for him. I mean, he hired him. But Arturo didn't tell people what he hired him for. So Arturo can do the aftermath and be like, I hired this guy to stop the killings, not start them. We must not understand the facts. Now's not really the time to be like, let me defend my nephew's cousin's friends thing that I, like... Yeah. If well, he told them at the beginning, I think he could have made a case for him. In this moment, what's Arturo supposed to do? Be like, no, God, it's probably not that. And yeah, exactly. In that moment, it's kind of like, you know, yeah, you're going to gather everybody up, put them with the cops, sort it out, start getting the stories, sort this out. But who's got the time and the whatever? And exactly, is Trixie's story going to come out better than his? And, you know, so that's the thing, right? It, it, is they don't have a second to, to, to figure on whether Arturo can go to bat for him or not or have any kind of viable explanation or not, right? Harry makes a great point. <laughs> if I go to jail, Maver will come kill me. We already know the jail cells can't hold a fucking loop guru. Yeah. <laughs> They're or not going to stop a vampire vampires that wants to or, get me. I'm yeah. not going to escape from that jail cell on my own. I'm going to sit there I'm a sitting until duck, a security guard yeah. comes and gets me. Yeah. Totally. He cannot go sit in jail. He will not be safe there. Or the Malocchio. Because now they know he's involved, they could send target that, him. target him, and, you know, he, the light bulb's gonna suddenly, like, smash out and, and slice his eyeballs open and it'll bleed out in the middle of a jail cell or something random, you know, like, exactly. So, you know, he starts treating- There'll be an accident and processing and he'll get put in with, like, maximum security and, like, shivved in the first 20 minutes, you know, exactly, right? Like, I mean, forget the vampires. Marcone might just see it as an opportunity. He's got guys on the inside. Marcone's and got, on the outside. Got, like, well, exactly, right? Like, he's got all kinds of reasons why right. this could... Sure, let's least, stab that guy. Let's shank him right now while we can. Least of which is just the fact that, once again, I will not be in a position or have the resources to finish They're this gonna investigation. They're going to take my belt from me. They're going to take my belt. expended anyway. They're going to take my blasting rod. <laughs> you know, exactly. I'm not going to be able to figure out who else is working with Trixie and who else and how to stop it. And, you know, there may be. So, yeah. So he's just got the got fucking fuck, fuck. I, I, fuck Guilty as hell. Got to run. And I'm Guilty people Harry. don't run. Or innocent people don't run. Yes, they do. Because it's the only way to prevent mean thought they were in a guilty one. There's times when a character makes a decision and you're like, that wasn't the best choice. I get the author just needed it to happen this way for the plot. But in this case, the author needs it to work for the plot. But also, Harry has no other choices. I'm like, yeah, run, boy. Yeah, well, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. And even he, right? He's like internal affairs in it, right? Like already there's yeah, got Rudolph shit going not on like me. with the cops and stuff going on there. That they're Right? So he doesn't even have any potential backup there for Murphy can't do anything for him without getting herself in hotter water and just yeah no time to run time just just let me go just yeah uh, so as he's running he runs into joan who came out of nowhere with a claw hammer <laughs> <laughs> love how resourceful she is right i'm gonna stop him somehow what do i have I <laughs> she takes like the hero's route here like just puts herself literally in the line of fire to be to stop him like, takes yeah. a chance. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Okay. And stands the hell up when he threatens to shoot her and she's still like, all right, do it. I'm not going to step aside and let you keep hurting people. You hurt me first. Like, 
This woman yeah. is a boss. The time it takes you to do this, maybe the other guys will catch up with you, and, you know, Batman might be standing behind you, and you won't know it. You and know? poor Bobby, who just gave him this heartfelt apology, is on his heels. He's like, I'm coming for you, asshole. You made me think you were a good person. I apologize to you. Then you kill Emma. Yeah, exactly right. Damn that, that again, right? You can tell she's scared, and she doesn't know, and she's still trying to take that step of doing the right thing and being like... Yeah, it it is impressive, you know, because it's not even just like false bravado or real, you know, she's just like scared as hell, you can tell, but she's like, this is, this is not right, I have to attempt to do something, and if that means I go down too, then whatever, right? So, yeah, kudos. Yeah, he tries to give her the gun, and then when she still doesn't take it or move, he tries to threaten her with the gun, she still doesn't move, and he's like, okay, seriously, take the gun, I don't want to shoot you, it was a bluff. This is me bluffing right now. Just let me go. And he does the whole, you got to trust me. Why would I give you the gun? You got to trust me. More people are going to get hurt. You got- oh, don't threaten. Yeah, she was like, no, I'm not threatening. I'm, I'm going to save those. They're not going to yeah. get hurt because I'm going to do it. They're going to get hurt because I can't. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, don't threaten any more of them. You know, it's like, no, that's what I'm trying to say. The right? way this goes really plays out well, I think. This whole moment between the two of them, neither one of them acts too out of line. Neither one of them acts too crazy or too... Why would you agree to that? Why would, I think Harry makes a really good case for himself, and I think Joan acts really strong in the moment, and I think that it's fair, the conclusion that they both come to, of how honest Harry gets and how she believes him. It feels earned to me. Yeah. It feels right for the both, both mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Exactly. So yes, she does. She takes the gun from him and lets him flee. So figures she's insane, but yeah, he's, he's done it. He's convinced her. This concludes our episode 12.18, Crackshot. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macadallies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. 